Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in, I don't know, four months? Three months. Three, four months? Uh, you are hearing the co-host, Cody Michael. Oh, that longer than that. I am joined, as always, by Five the so-host. Seth Ott is in the house. We also have a very special guest. We do. We have a very special guest. At Jared Buckendall. <laughs> At Jared Buckendall. It is uncanny. At Jared Buckendall. At Jared Buckendall. Which one's real? You can't even <laughs> Which tell. Which one? You can't even tell. It's uncanny. What a lot of people don't know is that Seth was doing a Jared impression for that sounder. That's true. I'm yeah, really good at impressions. He's good. Spot, he's good. spot yeah. on. Spot on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it is episode 55. We uh, are joined by Jared. We're going to have a lot of fun today. Mostly movie talk today. Uh, so if you like that, good for you. If you came for sports, sorry. Bye-bye. <laughs> we are hot off the heels of uh, the Friday night premiere of Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time later on talking about that, but we will keep it spoiler-free. Don't worry. Um, I can say so far that um, it was awesome. And if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Mission Impossible Fallout, stop the podcast. Go listen or go watch no, that movie. Don't stop the podcast. And come back and listen to the podcast after that. Keep listening to the podcast. Don't listen to them. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I just think people, it would be a better time. I like our podcast. I do. But I I think Mission Impossible Fallout's probably better. <laughs> I, can, I can already tell you right now that you're going to get way more thrills listening to our podcast than... Mission Impossible. Oh, well. It's way I, more exhilarating. I hope that that's the case. If so, this will be a very fun show. Uh, we're going to do a lot of fun stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, just 2018 so far, what we've liked, what we didn't like, uh, what we're looking forward to for the rest of 2018. And uh, we're going to have uh, some news, of course, and uh, a couple little uh, pieces of random BS along the way. Before that, uh, let's update the folks on the current state of the go-kart racing league that, um, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. that the three of us are. Here we go! <laughs> uh, we, we took a trip uh, earlier today to Speedy's, which is a uh, go-kart, go-kart racing track. The spelling of this, by the way, S-P-E-E-D-E-E-Z-Z. Yeah. Double Z. Double Z is on the end of that. Uh, and I, I think, guys, that we can all agree that I was the winner, right? Uh, I will agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, considering you just ruined you ruined a twelve year old's day by spinning him out in the corner. Hey, look, man. If you're old enough to get in the car, then you're old enough to drive it right. That's what I say. <laughs> you know what? Okay, that I'll... rule doesn't apply to the actual world, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow that twelve. I think it spin does. Out. It does apply to the rule because if you're 16 and you get in a car wreck, the same shit happens as if you were. 40 you said if you're old enough to get into a car, a, yeah, a six month old can get into a car. Okay, well, the go kart has one seat, so if they, you could get they have uh, two, yours had two. Fine. <laughs> if you can drive, if you if they allow you to drive the car, then I should be allowed to put your ass into the wall if you get in my way. Okay, I'll allow that 12-year-old into the wall, but the fact that you slammed that mom and child, <laughs> what were you doing? Well, here's the thing, Jared. <laughs> what? Is that um, I don't, there is no special treatment, okay? <laughs> I think the only way to treat everyone equally is to truly do that. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not make an aggressive and potentially illegal pass just because someone has a small child in their go-kart. That's not, that's not how I roll. Also, uh, aggressive and potentially illegal pass is the name of the Kevin Spacey biopic. Oh, oh my god! Get the breaking. Fuck out we got here. an exclusive here on the SoCo Show. <laughs> oh my god! Break yourself, fool! <laughs> <laughs> breaking news is that Seth is uh, directing, writing, producing, 
and probably starring, starring opposite starring opposite <laughs> Kevin Spacey in that movie. No one else is involved, and no one will see it. Is is it true there is a full frontal scene? <laughs> uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Seth is uh, Seth. There's a scene where Seth is sitting in his living room naked, <laughs> eating a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> And Kevin Spacey walks in, and I don't know what happens after that. Well, he drops some on his chest, and then all of a sudden it starts playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You Um, sexy thing. I think we got a little bit more breaking news here. Uh Uh-oh. For real? I mean, not really, but yes, we do. (laughs) And that's when you break. Tight. Only 311 more subscribers to go until I eat oatmeal. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. 311 yeah. to go. Yeah, what are we wow. at? Six, six, 689. Uh, 689. 689 if my Yeah, hit correct. that subscribe button <laughs> at Jared Buckendall. You've been climbing pretty quickly in terms of subscribers. Dude, I've been out there doing months. some weird stuff to get those subscribers. Gross. Tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, legally, I don't think I can, <laughs> but allegedly it might be illegal. Oh, aggressive and possibly illegal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, those are the lengths to which Jared will go to get subscribers. Let's just leave it at this. Both of you were slamming moms this weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, gross. Um, well, I, that is, now I can't stop thinking about you fucking for subs. <laughs> hey, man, you gotta and do I'm, what you... You, you gotta do what you gotta do. Hey. <laughs> I'm also fucking for subs, but not subscribers. Sub sandwiches. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just giving dome outside of yeah. Subway. Give me that turkey meatball. <laughs> oh god. I love that ch- spicy chipotle. You guys are gross. Just giving blumpkins at Blimpy. <laughs> it's only during October. HJ's at Jimmy John's. Oh no. I can't think of another one. Is that the new Kickin' Ranch? <laughs> Oh my god. Well, uh, blowjob jokes aside, uh, we're very excited to bring you episode 55. I, I I gotta tell you, I'm very excited to get to say that I'm once again the co-host, and, and Seth is once again the so-host, and we're joined by a guest host. So, all of the hosts are back for what should be a very fun episode, uh, where we essentially didn't really fucking write down an agenda, and we're just gonna scream into the microphone for a couple hours and... See if the editor can make some sense out of top it. Top so. five. Top five shows. Top five all-time <laughs> yep. show. That's yep. what you're in for, folks. So keep it locked. Um, we are going to get into the show proper, and we're going to start, well, I don't know, Seth. Are we going to start with the Iron Sheik or Gary Busey? I call you a punk. When you feel like quitting, remember, you will become a piece of garbage jabroni. No good motherfucker that I will beat the fuck out of, make you cry like a little baby. Hashtag Tuesday Motivation. So, just um, for the folks at home, for context, was there any punctuation in that? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) He ran out of of characters. At the end of it, after baby. There's a period? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then a hashtag. So, he just says don't quit, right? Nope, yeah. You can't be the Iron Sheet class if you quit. That, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. That seems to track to me. Really, I think he's just, he really wanted to have a long tweet so he could reclaim the all caps in, in Twitter again. Because Donald Trump is making a play at him. So Yeah, I heard he was stepping in his territory with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can't be doing shit like that. If you start taking the Sheik's thing, then he'll break your turkey fucking neck. Wow. <laughs> Jabroni! He'll make you humble for sure. Uh, Iron Sheik back on top of the uh, screaming all caps long ass tweet game. Uh, this week on Sheet Tweets. I call you a punk. (laughs) 
Don't forget, folks, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box, and you're going to get your first 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> so, so make sure you check out. <laughs> it was so loud. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the sound of that. That's how loud it was in my earphones. Um, that, that's Dogs heard that one. Yeah, dogs did hear that one. Uh, let's see. What did I just buy? I just bought some books by Ta-Nehisi Coates on uh, Audible, who you guys Ooh. probably aren't familiar with. He's a very famous black writer who writes about race and the like. Um, probably not on your list of your wish list, but um, it is on mine. And he's a great writer. And I've written, written some, I've read some of his articles on the Atlantic. Um, and so he's got a lot of in-depth stuff. So looking forward to getting into those on Audible. Still working on uh, Trevor Noah myself. What was the last, Jared, what was the last audio book you listened to? Um, the the uh, the Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, is that yeah. what the name of that it is? That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was a good one. I listened to that. Yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, it was interesting. Definitely recommend it. There you go. It's a, a recommend from Jared, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Uh, check it out on Audible. If you hit the link down below, audibletrial.com slash SoCo, you get 30 days and maybe the subtle art of not giving a fuck for free. Free! <laughs> At Jared Buckendall. Woo! <laughs> uh, also, don't forget links down below to Steph Mathis's uh, Etsy store. She's a graphic designer out of Des Moines, Iowa. Make sure you go over there. Uh, check out what she's got to sell in the store. Uh, if you need some graphic design work done, hit her up. Uh, she's a friend of the show, just did the latest round of our new graphics, so show her some love if you can. Again, that's uh, the Etsy store for uh, Steph Mathis. Find the link in the description. Paid. Some hot, <laughs> hot designs. They are hot. Uh, I Never mind, I'm not going to finish that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now that we got the bills played, it's game time. We're going to have a really fun round this week of Rip Torn or Dirty Porn. For a whole year, I concentrated equally on two things, fucking Cock-flavored lollipop. Uh, yeah, sex. So, for the unfamiliar, <laughs> Rip Torn or a Dirty Porn is the game where Seth has found the name of either a Rip Torn character from a movie or a male porn star. And uh, <laughs> this will be a special double round of the game where Jared and I will each play a separate round. And so, uh, Seth will give us the name. We have to determine if it's a Rip Torn character or a male porn star. And uh, there is no prize, so no there, prizes. There's no prize. <laughs> it's just it's just pride. That's the mm-hmm. only thing you get. Pride is on the line. So uh, who's would, going first? Would you say that this is the DP round, the double pride round? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I got a feeling that at least one of these is going to be someone who you might find if you googled double pride. <laughs> <laughs> just do it by the abbreviation, though, please. <laughs> yeah. So who goes, who's first? Uh, it doesn't matter. Who would like to go first? Well, let's let our guests go first. Jared, you're up first for Rip Torn or Dirty Porn. All right. Let's do this. Rip Torn or Dirty Porn. Yeah. Commandant Sherman. Commandant Sherman? Spell yeah. Commandant. Yeah. Uh, no, no spelling. Is it, is it a T at the We end? don't know if you're saying it right. Commander? Commandant. 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 Like the Ten Commandments? Commandant? Oh, Commandant, there you go. Oh. There you go. That changed. See, that's that, why, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Country of origin, please. <laughs> yeah. Can you use it in a sentence? Commandant Sherman. That's the sentence. Commandant Sherman. That's the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I mean, this is the first time I've played this game. Well, so I need, I need you to start that, off. You played at, at the home, the, at home version, right? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Kickstarter version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you should really. Oh my gosh, that'd be a good idea. If we got a case, it could be make a, game a board show. game or a card game. Basically, card oh game my, would be good. Yeah, rip torn. And, and you, the little pieces that move around are different colored dicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or rip torn characters. No. <laughs> um, we just get a little patches of land. <laughs> yeah. and go around the track. I am gonna go with rip torn character. Rip torn character. Yeah, it's gotta be one hundred percent. That's correct. Yeah, oh, he did it. He's Woo! one and zero. Oh. Do 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 do. What do I win? Do you know the Do you know the movie? Um, uh, no. Yours, mine, and ours. Yours, mine, and ours. Rip torn. Mm. Jared's one and zero. Oh. <laughs> All right, enough of that. My turn. <laughs> Your character or or porn actor is Commandant Sherman. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think, think I know this porn one. Star. <laughs> uh, your character or porn actor is Harry Reams. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Country of origin? Yeah. <laughs> Harry Reams? <laughs> you can't write it that good. Can you spell Harry? Oh, it's I mean it's like H A R R Y. Okay, H A R R Y. So it's it's so we laughed really loud, so I'm Harry Reams. Reams. R e e m s. And its first name Harry. Harry. Yes. Harry Reams. Harry Reams. Is that his SAG title or is it Harold? <laughs> well, it's it could be a character too. So. So it's Harry Reams. Harry Reams. Can you tell me Harry Reams? <laughs> okay. Um. Harry Reams. Gosh, I don't. Uh, I'm gonna go with my gut. Uh, no, actually, no, I'm not going to go, go with, with my gut. gut. I'm not going to go with my gut. I'm going to go with my balls on this one. <laughs> I told you. I think Harry Reams is porn. He was in Dodgeball. No, that is porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's porn! Woo! 2-0! No. Do, 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 do. That's not your song. It's, it's, we both won, so it's our song as a team. Would you like to know the movies he was in, or would you like to guess one? Uh, uh, something with DP. I bet he was in Perv City International. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was last week's guess. Um, he was in Harry Reams. Loose, <laughs> loose ends one. <laughs> oh, I bet Harry Reams some butts in that one. <laughs> that was yeah. the original. Stars her do deep throat. Yeah. And yep. finally, triple X bra busters in the 1980s. That's a very descriptive title. Yeah. It's triple X. Is that a period piece? <laughs> I hope not. Oh, oh, no. yeah. oh. oh. yuck! At Jared Butler. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! So Harry Reams, of course, is a porn star, uh, the co-host, and the guest host this week, two and zero, and Rip Torn or Dirty Pro. Oh yeah, I concentrated equally on two things: fucking and cock-flavored lollipop. Oh, yeah, sex. All right, so shenanigans aside, we're going to have a very movie-heavy episode today, uh, so none of the other stuff today. Again, if you came for sports, fuck off. Damn it, I know that knock. Sup, shit, Shane's Losing the house, and I'm here to class up this podcast once again. Wait a second. Who's that sexy son of a bitch sitting across from me? Uh, that's that's Jared. He does movie reviews. Wait, hold on. You actually... I Well, Lou, what are you doing here? <laughs> Oh, I wasn't talking about him. I just saw my reflection. <laughs> Jared, I assume that you're here on behalf of Make-A-Wish, considering that this podcast is dying. <laughs> and the two idiots who run this show made a last request for someone to be entertaining on it. Anyways, 
I know I said a few weeks ago that I wasn't coming back on, but I felt that li- I felt your listeners need saving, so I decided to start my very own podcast. Now you already know Lou is an expert on many things: sports, music, squirt guns. <laughs> <laughs> But what Lou is truly a master of is the sensual art of sexual intercourse. Tell me more about this, Lou. That's right. Lou gives the good good. Oh, oh my gosh. And now he's going to tell you all about it on his new podcast, Lou Holtz Sex Spiels. And I brought a sample of this podcast just for your listeners. get home after a long day of conversation about the big Ohio State and Michigan State game and hear my lady Lisa rinsing off in a shower. Now let me tell you about Lisa. Since Lou is so damn rich, Lisa, Lisa spends her days on the slopes. She's got some sweet thighs and perfect buns after countless hours of snowboarding. Just thinking about those buns. Got little loose standing guard. <laughs> I then quietly snuck into the water closet and slowly dropped my boxer shorts. <laughs> Once Lou was completely nude, I pushed back the shower curtain and surprised my sexy lady. Before we got to the business, I wanted to make sure Lisa was nice and clean. I took some Old Spice body wash from the shelf and lathered her up real nice. Then I took some head and shoulders and massaged her scalp with the lightest touch. Once we got all cleaned up, it was time to get filthy. (laughs) I took Lisa by the waist and led her to the bed. We got under the silk sheets and explored each other's bodies. Like Christopher Columbus explored what we now know as the United States. Lisa was feeling a bit frisky and wanted to do some 69 action. She got on top and Lou munched on some bush like a Wisconsin badger. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Lisa went downtown on Lou's scrotum. Her moist tongue ran all up and down my sack. Lou loved some scrotum play, which only ramped things up. Lou got aggressive and laid Lisa on her stomach. I slid my pecker in her snatch and went to a sensational job of pounding that puss and Lisa screamed with pleasure it was pure ecstasy 
who knew he was nearing climax? So he flipped Lisa around and shot a sizable load of semen right on her bosom. That was the best six minutes and 36 seconds of Lisa's existence. Well, there you have it, morons. Get ready for your silly ass slow to go from 10 listeners down to zero because I'm taking them all with me. And Jared, if you ever need some advice on intercourse, you're welcome as a guest anytime. Suck it, losers. Lou out. So, so, so Jared, are you going to go on that podcast then? Dude, after listening to that, I went from six to midnight. <laughs> hey, I got you guys refills. Here's your drinks. Would I miss anything? Um, well, I mean, again, you missed Lou. I don't know how you keep missing him. Dude, this... Lou was here? Yeah. yeah. What? Well, I, I, I've only been on the show like two, three, four, I don't even know how many times, and I've met Lou now. You, that's, see, this is bullshit. Did you, um, what did Lou have to say? Anything interesting? Um, uh... well, unfortunately, I think our podcast is going to have to end because he's going to take all our listeners. What? Yeah. He's kind of working on this new thing. Hmm. Yeah. There's no way. I, I tell you this. The reason that our listeners stick around is because of how just like sensual our podcast is. Like you can just put it on in the background and get down. Mm. And I feel like that's something that there's no way Lou can probably replicate. Like, mm. we're not... uh, yeah, maybe you might, you might want to talk to his his girl Lisa. Lisa? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, like my girlfriend Lisa? Uh, Does Lou know Lisa? Um, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, well, hey, just want to make sure this is the right one. What kind of shampoo does she use? Head and shoulders. And, uh, and body wash? Oh, it's actually kind of cute. She uses uh, Old Spice. Um, and yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Does she have like a, a <laughs> what is, does she have like a, a nice, uh, nice broad chest? Not really. Not so much her chest. I mean, there she has an ample bosom, but like Uh-oh. she's got she's more thick in the thighs. She's a snowboarder. Oh yeah, definitely not the same person. <laughs> definitely not the same person. Oh okay, good, good. Yeah. I was worried for a second no, that no, Lou no, was banging my chick. Oh no, no. Come oh okay. okay. But it's so weird that he always shows up when you're out of the room. I don't yeah. understand. I think he doesn't like me, and I, you know, the jury's out on why. I've, um, you know, maybe, maybe, who knows? Who knows what could be involved? Hmm. Um, but yeah, Lou and I, uh, uh, you know, we don't. We're not usually in the same room. It's weird. I would like to meet him someday. I'm kind of pissed that you got to meet him. I really I'm thought, here all the fucking time. And I, I really thought you'd meet him this time because there was a knock at the door and I didn't hear you leave. You, did you just get scared at the knock or something? Oh, no. I mean, I did. I got up and left, but, it, you know, that's not entertaining podcast, so probably the editor took it out. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, it's Hollywood. Um, maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a uh, continuity error on behalf of the editor. Who knows? But... <laughs> But who knows? Uh, anyway, that guy's making a lot of money, so, you know, he's allowed to make some mistakes, I guess. So, yeah, basically we just found out that Lou really likes giving money shots, so. Gross. <laughs> he's like 75 years old. Hey, he's super rich. He can give money shots anytime he wants. I guess so. Um, Jesus. You think we can end this bit now? No. No? Okay. You got more jokes? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That bit's over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lou's not a bit. He's actually here. (laughs) All right. um, So uh, enough shenanigans. Sorry, enough shenanigans. (laughs) Let's get into the show. And today is all. Did you just have a stroke? I did. Sorry about that. It's all movies today. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Movies. 
Very special movie segment today is brought to you by our Pop-Tart of the Week, and it's Wild Berry. Crazy good. So we last night went to Mission Impossible Fallout, uh, kind of the unofficial for this year, in my opinion, and tell me if you guys think differently, kind of the unofficial end to the summer season, I think. Um, just based on what we're seeing coming out, you know, here in the near future, um, to me, Mission Impossible is kind of the last big summer movie of, of the year. Um, and so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about not only what we've seen so far this year and, and what we've enjoyed this summer um, since we last spoke right after Avengers, um, but also we'll get into what is coming in the fall and, uh, and in the winter months, what we like, uh, maybe some early Oscar talk and stuff like that. So before, uh, before we get into all of that, though, let's talk a little bit of news. And Seth, I know you got some headlines. Uh, we got some episode nine casting news. Nine, nine! They're, they are going to begin filming on August 1st. So here soon. The podcast will be up by then. That's true. Yeah. And we got... Star Wars is filming now! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got some news that Carrie Fisher will be back in Star Wars. Uh, that's right. She is alive again. She has returned to life. Hold on. Hold on. What? For those of you who underestimated this how This is news. I did not know this. You didn't know this? No. Uh, Carrie Fisher will be... They're using unreleased Force Awakens footage to uh, play her role in the movie. What? <laughs> how much extra... F- I mean, I'm sure that they have a decent amount, but how is mm-hmm. that even going to play into anything in the movie? I don't know. Well, she is still alive from the in last In Star year. Wars? Yeah. So, yeah, in Star Wars. <laughs> I, that's why I'm saying. I think you're underestimating how much money Disney has. Well, yeah. So, But and they are not going to use CG nor any of that. It's all footage they shot from Force Awakens. Okay. So, I mean... For me, I think that this they'll they'll give her some sort of nice ending to closure. the story, mm-hmm. closure to the story, which is welcome news, I think. Yeah. She's is so- it going to be weird for you guys though? Like, no. I mean, we everyone knows that she's super dead and has been for a long time. <laughs> super dead. By the yes. time this she's movie not comes just out, dead. she'll have been dead for like two years <clears throat> mm-hmm. when yeah. that movie comes out. Anything over two years is super dead. Yeah. Is that going to take? Is that going <laughs> to take you out of the movie at all when you see it? Um, no. it won't take me out of the movie because I've seen other movies where the person has uh, passed. Because wasn't a, was it Thoroughbreds? Yeah. Uh, Anton. I, Ant Yelkin. Yes. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he had been gone for what a good year year and a half yeah kevin I mean, spacey was just in a movie recently so yeah that guy's dead yeah his career's dead anyway yeah <laughs> i mean same thing yeah um it, it's not going to take me out of the movie i just don't know how it's going to play into anything that i mean yeah. they're they're obviously i'm sure when they started making numbers or episode seven they had a rough outline mm-hmm. but man they are not going to plan at all i'm assuming yeah and they they released a statement about it saying they they want her character, Leia Organa, to have a, a closure. You know, they want her to have a, a finale. So I think if they they wouldn't do this if they didn't have the stuff there to make it. And and she might not have like a big part. She might just kind of be at the end or have like a you know middle middle of the movie or beginning of the movie type of like you guys go on and fight your fight type thing. You know, and and that's it. But mm-hmm. I I I trust them in this case. I think it's respectful. They'll do it in a respectful way. I think. Yeah, I agree with what you said. If they weren't confident that they could do it exactly right, I don't think they would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I mean, obviously, they they probably had to get permission from her family or whatever, kind of like they had to do for uh, Moff Tarkin to do him in CG. And they did. The family said they're supportive of it. Okay. So, so yeah, I think it's cool. I I, I mean, I'm excited to have Leia involved. Um, mm-hmm. I know that there's other cast news as well um, that Ma- may surprise some folks. Yeah, so, Mar- and, and we should probably. 
we should we should at least flag a last Jedi spoiler alert um, for the next couple minutes. You have no excuses not to see it by now. It's on well, Netflix. Well, I mean, some people haven't though. I did. I heard from someone that we spoiled Avengers for him a couple weeks Who? ago. So really, uh, yeah. So I, I think it's important that we flag it. Spoilers. So if you haven't seen Last Jedi, skip ahead by a few minutes. I'll try to flag it in the um, description box. So we should make a spoiler sounder. We should make a spoiler sounder. Let's see. Uh, what do Spoilers. we hear? What do we hear? That. <laughs> <we're>, uh, <laughs> And boom, goes the dynamite. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have any. But yeah, we'll, we'll work on a spoiler center. Anyway, spoilers for Last Jedi coming up. Um, all right, go ahead, Seth. Uh, Mark Hamill will also be in the movie. Even though we think he's dead, right, from Last Jedi? He's going to be a spoiler. Oh, he's, uh, yeah, he, he'll, be, he'll be a Force ghost for sure. Mm-hmm. Is that the only two or the big casting that came out? Or did they come That's, out with everyone? Lando's uh, that, official now. They came yeah. out with the entire cast. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. They, and they've been, they added two more people today, but none of them I really recognized. So... It's, they're, they're just, I mean, cause they're filming in a couple of days now. So they're, you know, they're building the cast up. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I really, is uh, Captain Phasma coming back? I don't know. Cause uh, she's like the cat of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> she has nine eyes. <laughs> I want to see the deleted scene in um, Force Awakens where they actually dumped her ass down the trash chute. Because otherwise they just kind of were like walking there and then just said, never mind, go ahead. Leave. Yeah. You can do your thing. Yeah. Cause it doesn't track at all that she would make it out of there, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 for one, am very happy that Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher will be involved in this one. Right. This does seem kind of like the end of uh, yeah, Star call- Wars as we know it for now. So. They're calling it the end of the Skywalker saga. They have to be in it, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm, again, I'm not like the biggest Star Wars fan around, but I I like J.J. a lot. Uh, and I like, I like for- Force Awakens is my favorite Star Wars movie. So I, I feel like him coming back in and wrapping it up, I think it'll be good. I hope so. I, I do. Um We'll see. We'll see. I'm a little bit skeptical because I'm I'm kind of afraid. So I loved Force Awakens when I saw it. It's very much a popcorn movie, though. Kind of a cotton candy type movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Last Jedi had a lot of depth and a lot of things to think about. And I'm kind of afraid of going back to the popcorn, cotton candy, no depth type of movie that J.J. tends to make. And, mm-hmm. and it not really giving everything the weight it deserves in the end. Um but we'll see. I mean, you know, and it's a, it's a small amount of um, unease that I have because I do think that the entire mm-hmm. team will come up with something that's good. But that's my one concern right now. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I agree with that where, I mean, J.J. for seven, he had this roadmap planned out. And then Ryan Johnson came in. He changed a few things, kind of yeah. went ways that J.J. didn't originally plan. And then was it Colin Trevorrow that was yeah. supposed to do episode yeah. nine? Mm-hmm. Um, I almost... I mean, what's done is done. J.J. Um, Abrams obviously doing nine. So I'm wondering if there's f- a few things that Ryan Johnson took out that he's going to try to bring back in mm-hmm. or a few things. Uh, it's just, you know, he had mm-hmm. this original roadmap of where things potentially could go. So I wonder if he's going to go against some things that maybe Ryan Johnson had set up originally. I absolutely think that's the case. I think... Um... In the example of Ray's parents, I think is where yeah. you could definitely see something like that because JJ set up for that to be a focal point. Yeah. Ryan Johnson kind of poo-pooed it, I mm-hmm. felt, um, which was fine with me. I don't yeah. need, I I don't like need her parents to be a big thing. But I absolutely can see where there's some sort of big reveal about her parents in episode nine that JJ wants to do. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I'm still a long ways out, a year and a half or so. Yeah, yep. what is that? 2000? Is it Christmas 2019? Yeah. Yep. Oh, man, that's wild. <laughs> so a long way to go. I'm sure there'll be a lot of news between here and then. True. Well, kind of sidestepping with Disney, uh, we had another step in the Disney-Fox uh, merger. The shareholders officially approved 
the merger. So really, we're just kind of on the the step of the the uh, legal part of it with the FCC and all that. So uh, one step closer, and that last step is going to take a long time. In mm-hmm. the court, I think it's anywhere from like eight to twelve months or some shit like that. So, um, but yeah, we're almost there. We are almost there. I saw. I've seen a lot of folks talking about this being well. That will happen. The FC stuff will happen. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of time. So this is all but official now. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and, and we'll see kind of how everything gets executed. But um, I've seen a lot of people so far on Twitter and Facebook talking about, you know, if this is the official merge, um, you know, what starts to happen. So I know one of the things, and Jared, I think you even tweeted about this. Oh, uh, yeah. Fantastic yeah. Four potentially kind yeah. of coming into the I, MCU. Yeah, I don't, I mean, who knows with kind of the recent news and whatnot of the phase, what, phase four mm-hmm. of the MCU. Phase four, yeah. I have a feeling that, I mean, obviously they didn't do this Fox deal just for Marvel, mm-hmm. but if they have the characters now, and who know, who knows, they're maybe not just going to use Fantastic Four or the X-Men, they might use all a few side characters that are involved with yep. them or associated with them, and then use them or rebo- reboot those franchises mm-hmm. later on. Either way, they've they've got a lot more that they can work with now. Mm-hmm. A lot of stories from yeah. the comics, especially like a lot of really old stories from the comics, because Fantastic Four, some of the original yep. stuff. So, yeah, it, I think it does open up a lot. But I did see that or did hear that uh, if you took what Disney has and then what Fox has right now, Disney would own forty seven percent of the uh, movie market essentially in terms of what's come out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's funny. So, well, I mean, they they did it mainly for their streaming service to get more content, yep, right? Yep. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, I I agree with that, but it's also borderline, very almost monopoly. Towards monopoly, yeah. Yeah. So. I think what this is going to start, I think it's going to, there is a, there is too big for Disney. Mm-hmm. It exists because there's only 52 Fridays in a year. Yeah. So oh, yeah. they're going to start cannibalizing each other. They, that already happened this year. Yeah. With, um. You know, you had Han Solo overlapping a little bit with Avengers, mm-hmm. and then uh, Deadpool, which you know, at the you know, not obviously not Disney at that time, but yep. it is them now. I it, guess. it will be them. Uh, so yeah, and, there, there's a point where this will get too much, um, and I think that this is probably, especially for superheroes, you can only put so many superheroes. Yeah. My in hope there. now, like like we mentioned before, with like they hopefully they keep Fox Searchlight or just call it Searchlight or something, and uh, now they can own not only July or April through. August, they can also own October through January <laughs> with yeah, these Oscar absolutely. movies. And I'm, and actually, the fact that you guys are kind of uh, saying, you know, it might they might cannibalize themselves at the box office. Yeah, there's only 52 weeks, but with this streaming service, I yep. can see them exclusively putting big movies on this service to get mm-hmm. more people to buy this service, to get them more mm-hmm. revenue, and therefore not cannibalizing their own box office yeah and hopefully they can put some of these you know more indie movies on this like maybe they can release them into theaters um around oscar season to give them their technical Mm -hmm. run that they have to have and then put them on streaming service so people like us don't have you know who can't see them can go see them on the streaming service absolutely i think you'll see a lot of this where i think um where i where my bet is that they go is some sort of um like timed exclusive Right. So like they'll they'll release it maybe a week early on the streaming service or um, it'll be in theaters first. But then before it comes out on VOD or DVD, it'll come out on the streaming service. They'll still put shit in theaters because there's way more money to be made there. But 
um, yeah, there, there, will, there will be incentives to get that service. Mm-hmm. And they have, especially now, such a deep-ass library of really good stuff yep. that I, it almost seems like we're going to have to probably get it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely getting it. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I was going to agree with that. It's like, I mean, I'm going to have to hear the details, price, but yeah, probably signing up for that. I've heard rumors that it's going to be... 15? Cheaper than Netflix. Oh, um, really? Around seven ninety nine. Oh, so. then there it, there'd be no reason not to get it. And that, mm-hmm. it'll eventually probably get higher, like Netflix. But I mean, in order to steal that Netflix audience, they're not only with price, but then they're stealing uh, four four shows with the Defenders and all and all the Defenders characters. Oh, is that shifting over? Yep, they're okay. taking all that off. They're taking all the Marvel movies off Netflix. Um, yeah, so they're they're gonna have a built in. They have built in people they're bringing over. So what I think is good. Um... And I think that Netflix has been ahead of this for a while mm-hmm. in in their uh, their focus on creating original content mm-hmm. because they and their model for a long time has been we have these relationships with studios where we can put their shit out. People want to watch their shit, so they come to Netflix. Yeah. But th- always the risk to them has been what if Disney pulls their shit off of our site? Then we're screwed. Yep. So I think that you know as much as people give shit to how much original content Netflix puts out it's smart. i think that they will still have a place in the market because of all their original stuff oh yeah, yeah. they they definitely were planning for this mm-hmm. i wouldn't say this ex, this ex, uh, specific instance mm-hmm. but they were planning for the future because they're like we need our own stuff well speaking of that going into my next story um netflix planning they they announced recently that they purchased the andy circus uh jungle book movie mowgli oh yeah yeah i uh, did see that so uh, that will no. It was supposed to be released in a couple months through Warner Brothers, and they bought it from Warner Brothers. It'll be released in 2019 on Netflix. So uh, for me, it's a movie that I don't know if I would have once saw it in theaters. Um, I, you know, it depends on what was out that weekend and if you know I wanted to or not. But uh, how I was feeling. But now I have no reason not to. You know, it's on Netflix streaming. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm 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 a fan of this move. So when you see something like this, um, the, my first inclination was someone doesn't believe in this movie and decided to sell it. Mm-hmm. And so it must be crap. Um, that is absolutely what happened to the Cloverfield movie. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that. That's exactly... I hope that this isn't going to be the case where people are making films, they're high-budget films, they're marketing them for the theaters, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, crap, we're not going to make money for this. Netflix, what's up? You mm-hmm. want to buy this? But looking at this, I mean, we've already seen a trailer for yep. it and everything. Like the Cloverfield Paradox, that was a whole different situation. It was just a yeah. They just announced that movie, and then it, there was there wasn't even a trailer. There wasn't a release date. I mean, yeah, like, there was there was rumors about yep. that. And then yeah, whole, Super Bowl comes around. Yeah, and it's like, hey, you can watch it ten minutes later. <laughs> but uh, this Mowgli, yeah, I definitely it's concerning that they're going to Netflix, but also I have uh, I I believe in Andy Circus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With what he does. Yeah. I, I think that he he's a talent. I mean, all of the stuff we talk about with Andy Serkis is typically mocap stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a really great actor. I it, You never really know what you're going to get with an actor now beginning, getting behind the camera. This is his directorial deb- debut, I believe. I, um, I and the uh, Jungle Book has never been a, a franchise that I'm super into. But it does seem like they've steered this a little more adult. Yeah. Um, and so this, I mean, it could potentially be... Uh, kind of a sneaky hit. I think it will do much better on Netflix than it would have done um, in the theaters, though. I, I, yeah, I don't, especially, I don't, yeah, especially I don't since Jungle Book what came out what a year or two ago, just I not mean, even very long. I mean, ago. yeah, they sp- they spread it out because originally I think it was supposed to come out within like within twelve months of each other, mm-hmm. which not a good idea. So yeah, the, this is actually as an update on the Andy Serkis. This is his second uh, feature movie. Okay, uh, he directed a movie called Breathe that starred uh, fucking. 
prior Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield and Claire Foy. Oh, it had yeah, some yeah, Oscar yeah. buzz last year. The one uh, where he just needed to breathe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was his debut, and that got some Oscar buzz last year, but it didn't end up getting nominated. So, well, we'll see. I think, um, like we said, Cloverfield. It did not pan out that they bought one after mm-hmm. the fact. Maybe this is maybe this becomes good, but I I I don't hate that Netflix is in the market for movies. Yeah, they, because I think more movies will get put out because Netflix is a buyer. Yeah, and they have a lot of money to throw around. Yeah, they just I mean they, they could have just said hey name your price <laughs> you know they could mm-hmm. have could have heard things about it because I mean I've been hearing things about this movie for about a year now you know mm-hmm. so uh, we'll see I'm I'm intrigued. Well, yeah. it's just it's easier for Netflix to. Netflix advertising is just this pops up when you open Netflix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's a built-in audience for yep. your ads. Um, you know, if it went the way of some of these other movies uh, that kind of end up busting, uh, one of my there's a couple examples of this that I'm that are failing to come to the top of my mind. But you know, when a movie pops out that you never saw commercials about, mm-hmm. and you're like, where did this movie even come from? And those movies inevitably fail because they weren't marketed. Mm-hmm. That could have been the fate for Mowgli, but now it will get marketed and people will watch it, I think maybe even more than they would have oh, in yeah. the theater. So this movie will get more exposure. Um, so regardless of what this means for Mowgli in particular, I think it's good that Netflix has that space mm-hmm. to be able to put out more shit. I totally agree because like... Um... For example, if you're just watching TV, you're not going to see a commercial or a trailer every single day. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everyone, probably five days a week, you're turning on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if they they and they program it well, where you turn it on, boom, the first thing you see is a trailer. Or if you watch something, mm-hmm. then that trailer's starting. Yep. So you're going to be aware of this movie and when it comes out. And once it's out, they're going to be pushing it on you. Right. So it's definitely going to get the views. I've watched plenty of Netflix stuff just because it was the thing that popped up. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched, um, oh, what was it called? Um, It was uh, Adam Devine, and he went back in time. Oh, uh, How We Met? Yeah. The night we met. Yeah. The night, the night we, we first yeah, yeah. met or when we first met. I watched that. I would never have watched that movie if it hadn't popped up on my newsfeed a bunch of yeah. times. And I thought it was an okay movie, but that's just an example of how Netflix mm-hmm. can yep. get you to watch I had, it. I had the same thing with, uh, I think it was called Set It Up. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah Pete David yeah. in that. Which which I that was a good. I liked it. You liked mm-hmm. it. it. Was yeah. Yeah. They do better much much better with their indie, indie movies like that. As with they have you know mm-hmm. smaller stars like Ibiza is another one that's really good that I enjoyed with Gillian Jacobs. Did it, you feel uh, Did you feel Pete Davidson's big dick energy when you watched the movie? So much energy. <laughs> that's a whole. Believe me, that's a whole another conversation for another day. <laughs> big dick energy. It's a thing, people. Big dick energy. Uh, that reminds me, we did go to Mission Impossible 5. No, we'll save that for later on. Never mind. But Tom Cruise does have big dick energy. Big dick energy. Yeah. Yeah, I still got a few news stories. What else is in the news? So James Franco, of course, uh, he, you know, he's he been kind of out of the news recently from that scandal. Uh, just came back in the news here with a new movie he's going to be directing, uh, which is The Origin of ESPN. The uh, how, That's right. I did yeah. hear this. So... Uh, gonna be a biopic, and I, I actually, you know, we had that conversation a few weeks back about kind of about what about biopics and like, do they need a, approval? No, <laughs> they don't no, need approval. Yeah. ESPN's, ESPN's not in. They're on not this? behind this. No, no, so. no, they are because it's based on that book written by the the son and the father. I believe. And it's based on facts. Yeah. So if it's based on facts and reported material like that, then oh, then you don't have to have. Yeah. The so, only thing is, can they use? Can they actually use ESPN the the brand? They'll have to pay them for it, right? I mean, because that's where that I knew that they could use all of the facts. Because it, yep. believe me, this happened. It's in a book. It's <laughs> yep. documented, and it, the story sounds insane. 
Like, I don't know really if you, cool. I haven't read the book. I will almost want to listen to it yeah. now on Audible, and you can get your free uh, <laughs> Audible. <laughs> My man. So I was trying to become yeah. a permanent host um, of the show. But no, this, uh, believe, like, it sounds wild. Like, the early days of ESPN sounds like the Wild West because they were doing, what, 24 hours of sports news. These people weren't sleeping. Yeah. These people are doing some crazy stuff. It was, what, was it the 80s where it started I or think something? so, yeah. 70s or 80s? Yeah. It's been a while. Oh, it's doing, it sounds very interesting, but I agree. Like, that whole can we use yep. this brand is an interesting subject right there because, yep. I mean, it's owned, ESPN is owned by Disney, Disney right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm I'm excited to see it. Uh, James Franco, uh, it's it's. Is it's, he starring? No, he's directing. I don't think he's going to be in it. Um, it's 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 weird, you know, kind of where we're at right now with the whole the whole thing where you know people getting second chances and all that stuff. But uh, yes, there's two big there's two big things here, right? The first yeah. is can they use ESPN? Do they mm-hmm. want? I'm thinking about the movie Concussion. Um, that I didn't see it. Did you guys? Did you see nope. concussion? No, no. But I remember they they mentioned Toady Truth. <laughs> Toady <laughs> Truth. That's all I know from that movie. They, they, I think they mentioned the Steelers by name, and it said Pittsburgh Steelers and stuff. But I don't know if they showed any logos or anything. Okay, so yeah. I'm sure they because you do an, have you have to pay to do that. I think. In yeah, general. and this is an origin story, so I don't like they don't, and it sounds like how it got to be. So I don't know if they'll even show like, you know, hey, we're ESPN and show like logos or anything. They'll they might say ESPN. Or, you know, the abbreviation of everything like that. But I don't know if they will show. It might not even end with, like, the first broadcast of it. Yeah. Showing that they might just say it started and, like, maybe have audio of it or something. I don't know. They they, they can they can get away it, away with it. And well, there's, ha- there's a lot of these movies where they don't necessarily paint uh, a brand or a company in, in a positive light. And you think probably, probably Facebook didn't approve the social network. Right. Because it makes no. Zuckerberg look like um, a dickhead. McDonald, the McDonald's, uh, the, the founder, the, the founder, founder, probably yeah. not approved by Croc. So there, there must be some sort of way you can, even if they, even if you don't have a thumbs some up from the company, you got to be able yeah. to do it. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, they're obviously doing this movie and they're probably going to do the whole, um, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, yeah. uh, marketing where they're like from the director of Braveheart, mm-hmm. yeah. say the director of Disaster, Disaster Artist. But how do you guys want this movie to be set up? Do you want the real life people? To like have um, interviews, basically like saying how it was, and then like it American goes, Animals. I, would I, love I never, it exactly. I haven't okay. seen that movie. So, so first yeah, of all, big recommend, big yeah. recommend American Animals. Okay. I would love something exactly like that. Like have Chris Berman and Dan Patrick and do and some all interviews that. on the side with a dramatic. Some now, get, there's no way that happens. No. I don't think well, it would be awesome. It would be but cool. I don't and think they'll be wanting to. So this is dramatic biopic, not documentary. Yeah. Okay. And. Well, I bet you could get Dan Patrick because I know he hates ESPN. Yeah, he's so. gone. Coward, Colin Coward is gone. Yeah. Mark Jackson, I think, is gone. There's, yeah. I mean, there's enough people but, that yeah, have left. Boom, Boom wouldn't do it. <laughs> Chris Berman wouldn't do it. No, he's so. he's ride or die. But yeah. I don't know. That would be interesting. So yeah, let, so you had mentioned briefly a second ago um, the other side of this potential uh, mm-hmm. grenade of a movie. Uh, James Franco back mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. a lot of his accusations and this whole idea of. Has it been enough time? Mm-hmm. Um, we did just hear this week that um, uh, who's that little dickhead from the Talking Dead? <laughs> that little oh, dickhead. Oh, what? <laughs> Man, I I must the be ner- missing all the news this <laughs> week. Little dickhead from the, Talking Dead, Chris the ner- Hardwick. The nerdist guy. Okay, Chris Hardwick. Oh, okay. Yeah, They're yeah, putting yeah. him back on Talking Dead. The little dead. dickhead. Hey, little Dude, dickhead. Fucking look hey. at that guy and tell me he's not a little dickhead. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. And so right. he's back. They they uh, AMC, the whole James Gunn thing. James Gunn yeah. has been in the news lately. So and and this is the world. It's been a year, maybe two years, since we've really started outing these guys for being shitty people. But mm-hmm. James Franco back. Some of these guys come back. Kevin Spacey has a movie coming out later this year that I think he filmed before all this. Uh, it just came out, actually. It just came out. Got okay. real bad reviews. Okay, well, never mind about that movie. But um, <laughs> you got these guys coming back and potentially having movies. And someone has decided that this is okay or they wouldn't mm-hmm. have given him these jobs. What do you guys think of this? Seth, you want to take this first? Uh, sure. I mean, it's. I think with, with some of these... I think with these... Like, Aziz is another example. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys are the people who have done have done shitty things and had like, like James Cunn's a little different, but like Hardwick, uh, and Franco and who's the other guy? Aziz. Aziz have all been accused of things by like one or two people mm-hmm. and investigation. I know like Franco had an investigation done and was quote unquote cleared the same thing with, uh, with Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had an investigation quote unquote cleared. That one's a little murkier because there was a, a lawyer that was like a friend of his family and stuff involved. Franco mm-hmm. I didn't hear much about, but all of those cases are like small sample sizes and it's there's not a clear there's not a clear like here's what happened. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a judgment call for people who either support or don't support him. And um I I do feel I, I mean I do I do give leeway for certain situations, but at the same time, like Aziz, I feel more that was one person. I feel more apt to give him a second chance. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Hardwick, that's one person that had documented stuff happen. Like, Extreme documented yeah. stuff. Yes. Over a long time. Yeah. So it's it's hard. It's like, I think, honestly, you can't say, like, cut or dry. It's a case-by-case thing. Mm-hmm. It, it has to be. It has to be a case-by-case thing. And that's what we need to get to. Because for a long time, it's been... You're done. You're done. It's yep. over. No matter you could have you could have stepped on a on, on a woman's foot and she'd be like, "Oh, he assaulted me," and mm-hmm. you're done. You know, mm-hmm. and um, it, and and I think now it it does have to be like look into it and and make a judgment. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with what you're uh, what you're saying. And the thing is, I mean, people we're in movies. We g- read movie news. We're all in that stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna know this whole fiasco with Franco. Mm-hmm. But people who see an ESPN movie come out. Are they going to know this backstory? Are they going to know anything about, the, mm-hmm. oh, it's directed by Franco. I'm not going to go watch this because no, no. I'm standing up against this. No, I'm going to go want to watch an ESPN biopic documentary mm-hmm. type style movie because I love sports. I want to know this backstory. Mm-hmm. And again, it's an isolated incident. I'm not discounting that at all. Yep. But, you know, it, it could hurt it, but I have a feeling that it's probably not going to. Mm-mm. Yeah. And honestly, the target audience of this is going to be, like you said, film fans or sports fans. Mm-hmm. Sports fans aren't going to give a shit, <laughs> honestly. There's a, there's oh, yeah, parallel. that's exactly what I was going to say. There's yeah. a parallel here that, I, that just was coming to mind before you even said that, and that is uh, winning cures everything. Yeah. Right? So if you're, in a sh- if you're in sports, if you're in a shitty locker room, or if you're Ezekiel Elliott and you're accused of beating them, <laughs> if you rush for a 1,000 yards, that things have a funny way of going away. Yep. So if, if It's I'm, not right, that's for sure. No, it's, right, not, it's right. not right, but and it shouldn't the way be that way. But that is it's how the cookie tends to crumble. Mm-hmm. So if Aziz comes out with a fantastic special this, this fall, or if this um, Franco movie gets nominated things tend to kind of go away Mm -hmm. and you will still have pockets of people who are avoiding them for the reasons of these uh, scandals or whatever but i i think the vast majority of people will just go see shit they want to go see personally i will probably go see it yeah Mm -hmm. uh and i i do think because like going back to kind of what you know what we're talking about here um i do think honestly in the world we live in 
uh, with with the whole you know these reports and stuff. We're in, I think we 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 should be in a world of it's it's guilty and into, until proven innocent with with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because one incident, just one incident, could be true, and it you know it's terrible. But if someone is you know proven that you know they probably didn't do it, then give them a second chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's just one incident, like Ezekiel Elliott, he probably did that. You know, um, now he's getting forgiven for it, but doesn't mean that I'm going to support him. No. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing with him, and I think uh, with Aziz and maybe Franco, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, f- I am a believer in that if you do something wrong, mm-hmm. you you take your punishment and then you go back to life. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get out of jail after five years because you did something, go back to life. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't be made to pay for that because you did. Right. Um, Aziz had his thing come out. He apologized. He disappeared for a year. Mm-hmm. You could One could consider that. He, he did his time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Franco, same way. Ezekiel Elliott in the NFL, he served a six-game suspension. Yep. Uh, as much as I would like to have seen him do, you know, face criminal charges, year, that, yeah. that didn't really happen. Um, but once once a person has been punished, I, I think they should be allowed to come back out. As shitty as that sounds, and I don't like saying that. Yeah. Um, but I think that some for some of these guys, that's Mel Gibson. Um, yeah. He said some shitty things a long time ago, went away for a long time, mm-hmm. came back. After what I think was maybe an appropriate amount of time, and is now putting, time. now putting things back out there, and we wouldn't have gotten Hacksaw Ridge if yeah. people and that, weren't forgiving and us. See, and that's, that's a fantastic thing. fucking movie. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Everyone, I mean, I'm not saying we're terrible people, but everyone does something wrong every right. now and mm-hmm. then. I mean, mind you, some stuff's a lot worse than others. But if they're making great art and stuff, I mean, if they're doing some really, really, really shitty stuff, mm-hmm. then maybe not. But Mel Gibson. Hacksaw Ridge, good movie, and he's good at mm-hmm. making movies. Yep. Yeah, there is, and this is not to say that we don't like. I know all three of us are just like you said, Seth. We we tend we're we're believers in people who accuse people of doing these yeah. things. Yeah, I think, and I think I agree with you. I think that guilty until proven innocent in this type of thing, when it comes to abuse or uh, or sexual abuse, especially, mm-hmm. yeah, you should be able to prove, you should have to prove that you didn't do that shit. Yep. Um, there's a reason that people are saying that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but I think what we're talking about here is there, there, there is, and should be some way for us to forgive people that have done shit wrong in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and for people who were accused and proven to be innocent, there should be a way to, to forgive and move on and for them to get mm-hmm. back into careers. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's interesting to see, and and maybe Franco comes out and he puts out a good movie, and you know things are good, and maybe he's the first example of this going right. Mm-hmm. Well, and another thing, I think I heard, didn't they re uh, HBO get him back for the Deuce? The Deuce, Deuce. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the one. Deuce, yeah, the, the Deuce number where, two. Where does that take place again? Big In apple. the <laughs> The Big Apple. Oh man. Um. Well, I didn't expect to get there. What other what other headlines you got? That was some well, heavy <laughs> heavy stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna get us to a really you know it's it's a nice it's a nice uh, little points. shift. It's a nice it's just a nice little nice little breeze from what we we're talking about. Uh, Peter Dinklage is gonna be in a Rumpelstiltskin movie. <laughs> I had no clue, and this is really? great casting. <laughs> I'm and I. I is he gonna play Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> <laughs> I was really 
really what I was like, how am I going to transition into this? <laughs> Holy shit. It works as a palate cleanse. Yeah. Um, two things come to mind right away. Uh, Peter Dinklage is great. He wouldn't be doing this if he didn't believe in the project. And two, Rumpelstiltskin can be fucking terrifying yeah. if you do yes, him right. Is this absolutely. is this being billed as horror or? I don't know. That they just. <laughs> can you imagine writing that story like? The, well, the Peter thing, Dinklage is how, Rumpelstiltskin. How many how many calls do you think uh, Peter Dinklage's agent has gotten over the years asking him to do this? Dude, the the Dink is probably just fucking rolling in not only money but women. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, the thing is, yeah, that story, like, I mean, we've all heard that or read that story when we were younger. That is a creepy story. Because if they, like, Disney-fy it or make it all, like, ha-ha, fun. But no, I think that you kind of go a little bit, I wouldn't say gritty, but, like, a little dark with Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. It could be fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. And his voice is, I mean, everyone, the first thing you think of is his stature, but his voice is, like, it's got that deep quality to it that could be very scary if uh if they did it right i'm thinking um was he just in uh, thor ragnarok as that giant guy mm-hmm. and he's got that booming uh sort of bassy voice mm-hmm. and he could he could be a very good horror villain i think this could be tight and then he was also in destiny he's like that wizard's not from the moon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't really i honestly don't know how to transition to this but um a, a, was rumpelstiltskin previously a movie it has been. Yeah. Okay. Bad so, movies, but... Okay, so... Have you so, seen it? No. Oh, I was going to say But it's like never... the kind that you see deep, deep, deep in the Netflix lists. So. Oh. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> After 30 minutes of searching. <laughs> <laughs> From one bad movie to another franchise of bad movies, uh, Charlie's Angels is getting a reboot. Yeah, I saw this. I like this. Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Woo! Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott, and Ella Belinska. I don't know who that person is, but... I don't know the Ella Belinska. Naomi Scott, most recently, The Pink Ranger... And, uh, the yeah. Oh, she can get it. She's she can get it. You're goddamn right. Jared is trying to. Get, he's going to be on the show. I'm stealing this spot. permanent permanent uh, permanent uh, host on the show is going to be Jared at Jared Buckendall on the show. So from now on, so uh, she can in fact get it. She's also going to be playing uh, the princess in Aladdin. Um, Jasmine. Oh, really? Yeah, she's going to okay. be Jasmine in the new Aladdin movie. Um, who is the? Uh, sorry, we cut you off. Who's the? Uh, who's directing or producing this? Because oh, they're shit. also starring as Bosley. Is that, isn't that right? Yeah, uh, Elizabeth Wait. Banks. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Wait, so she's she's starring as Bosley. She's gonna be Bosley. So are they kind of? I mean, obviously the recast of the three, but then wasn't Bosley a man mm-hmm. in the previous one? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So Elizabeth Banks. I mean, it's gender swap there. It's also, Liz Banks, uh, Power Rangers. Yeah, Cap Power Rangers connected. Exactly. Yeah, connection yeah. with Naomi Scott. And I mean, it's been what, full, uh, Angels fully, was it Full Throttle? Full Throttle. Was that 2008? I mean, cool, it's been a while. It's, it's a long time. Yeah, it's been a while because that was, yeah, that was a while. That was during the dark ages of CG where it was not, there, and there was a lot of CG that tried to be in that that was just not really doing I remember it. the opening scene where they're like in some like Siberian like brothel, not brothel, but like bar, and then Cameron Diaz is riding a bull, and then they're doing some shady, shady stuff. Yeah, full thro- full throttle was o o three or oh yeah o three o three. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. A long okay. Time. I will. I will say that it's it's fine to make them new. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it it's is, fine. but it's ugh, it's so hard to do that. I mean, these movie these shows that were out in the eighties and seventies that they've tried doing movies for, other than I guess Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. <laughs> That's dun, the only dun, example dun, you dun, need. Dun, 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 <laughs> but like, we can had... we segue into some Mission Impossible five, six talk? I still no? have a few more pieces of the news. Fucking a. Uh, so, uh, but we had. I mean, we've had so many. We've had fucking uh, a team bad. Um, I liked that movie, but okay, fine. <laughs> so A Team, we had um, 
Starsky and Hutch, bad. What about Get Smart? I never watched that. But I enjoyed that, that Some actually. Some people like that one. Yeah, I enjoyed it's that. It's on one. Netflix now. You can check that out. But there, there are, there are a few other examples. Uh, uh, Mash, they did that, bad. Or no, Chips. Sorry, Chips. Yeah, they oh, did Chips. chips. Bad. Yeah, but think about oh. think about what they were going for with all these. All of these seemed to go that dumbass action comedy starring Ben Stiller route that just doesn't land. Mm-hmm. But it, it dep- and you know we don't know how they're going to come out with this Charlie's Angels if they go actual taking it seriously, like Mission Impossible, like style. Mission Impossible. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I mean, they could just be taking the shell of Charlie's Angels. They could they could be a totally badass group of spy chicks. And it could be really good. I just don't know how much I believe in, like, Kristen Stewart's acting. Because, <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's got to be one... There's got to be the kind of bad girl doesn't care, you know... She has that, one emotion, and it's fucking two by four. Hey, man, as long as... <laughs> two as, by four. <laughs> as long as she can fight, man, that's... I mean, that's... This... I think this... I'm I'm hopeful okay, that wh- this could be a, a cool action movie. Who, who's the third uh, angel? I don't know what her... Something Belinsky, uh, so Ella that, Ella Belinska. Ella Belinska. So is she she, um, she is taking the spot. So previously it was rumored that Letitia Wright was going oh, to be the okay. third angel, um, and so um, you know that didn't that didn't come through. Um, but you know, Ella Belinska has been in almost nothing. Uh, if in case you were wondering, yes, she is black. So they just yes. did. They just had to replace the the black one with a. From Letitia Wright to this new person, um, I'm I'm really bummed. I think Letitia Wright would have been awesome. I would have been way more hyped for that movie. Yeah, with- and who knows? Maybe this other actor is great or whatever. But uh, you know, we'll see. I, I I'm just saying, don't dismiss it out of hand because it could it could be cool. Um, but we'll see when when marketing mm-hmm. and stuff starts to come out. One more piece of news before we get into uh, Jared. I think is going to take over one of one of my segments for a second. <laughs> uh, another, uh, I guess, '90s. It's a '90s uh, movie that they're going to be kind of reimagining in a way here. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, yes, is yes. Be producing and possibly uh, having a role in a Home Alone spoof. Uh, that's a stoner comedy called Stoned Alone. <laughs> uh, Green where, light this movie now. Where we got a little more plot Green details. Light. <laughs> Basically, someone is uh, a dude is left 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 behind, and he gets super high and thinks someone's breaking into the house. So who hasn't been there? Yeah, <laughs> been there, done that. So I'm I'm actually kind of excited for this, um, just just because it depends who's in it too. I mean, we we got to hear more casting and stuff, but I think it could be just a just a fun dumb movie. You, you, there's really not a lot of stoner comedies nowadays, you know. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of comedies try and take themselves pretty seriously. I think this could just be a fun, especially if it's on like Netflix or something. It could be a fun, just a fun little little time watching a dumb movie, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first, first time I heard about this, I was like, this is genius because it, it's going to cater. I hope it's a good comedy, but I'm also thinking that it's also going to fall into the same realm or kind of imprint of, did you guys watch, uh, the night before he did with, with uh, I think it's Seth Rogen, uh, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Gordon yeah, yeah. And Anthony like, Mackie. Like yeah. when I first heard this movie idea, I was like, boom, that's basically the same universe yep. or whatever that movie is going to fit into. And I hope that they somehow, like, I was, I was, I think it was Collider. They were talking about this yep. and they were somehow bring Macaulay Culkin into this. That'd be hilarious. Like a cameo. Just he would do something. It. And yep. I think it would be hilarious to do. Mm-hmm. What and if he starred in it? I wouldn't like that. You are you sure? Because that sounds awesome to me. Like yeah. okay, if they were to do that, it would literally like it would be a sequel. 
Like they bring bring yeah. back Joe Pesky <laughs> and uh, what's Joe his, Pesci's old ass. Yeah, Pes. Uh, what uh, what's his other? Uh, da- is it Daniel Stern? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Bring those guys back. Then it would be a, a sequel. But then I don't I don't know how that would exactly work. But it would work with his pretty much real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would be. It might be distracting. I'll give you that. It might be distracting. Yeah. Would be Macaulay Culkin. I think this is squarely in the absolutely goofy parody movie realm to me, especially if they're already referring to it as stoned alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, and and so obviously this is something that's not gonna be taken seriously and it's gonna no. be crammed full of that, you know, you you'll you'll have that um I, I almost you know, Ryan Reynolds is involved and that's great. I would like to see him collaborate with some of the guys from that Judd Apatow group mm-hmm. of yes. guys, I think would be really good. Um I maybe even like Seth Rogan as one of the robber guys oh, yeah. would be kinda cool. Like <laughs> there's there's a million ways to kind of fantasy cast this but um, I, I will see it. I, I admit it. I'll see it because I'm dumb. Uh, but yeah, it's not going to probably win any Oscars. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be the greatest movie ever, but it's going to be a nice, fun watch. Because, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I remember watching uh, The Night Before in the theater. I think I went and had a couple drinks before, and yep. I was rolling. It was hilarious. The people next to us, I'm sure they were they were good. <laughs> they were laughing, too. Yeah, the... Uh... Oh, shit. Is there a release date or any more information, or is it just, hey, this might be in the works? It's definitely in the works, and it's official. I There's no release date or anything yet. Um, yeah, no. Because I, I, I heard I heard some, some talk about the director of it not being a really uh, great director. The only movie I saw of hers is called Never Going Back. I don't really know what that is. So, But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I don't know who's, who's really all involved in it. I hope they get some cool people. Like you mentioned, it would be fun to see Seth Rogen and... And uh, hopefully T.J. Miller doesn't show up, even though th- those guys are best friends, having Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. But T.J. Miller can fuck off. But yeah, this definitely has to me the 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 shades of of being a bunch of ad libbing type of just goofy comedy yep. shit that probably doesn't make a lot of sense, but will be funny. Yeah, th- I mean maybe maybe we'll see. All right. Well, finally. Uh... I'm gonna hand this one over to Jared. <laughs> Wait, are we doing this or are yeah? We doing let's let's give let's, let's give you let's give you a soapbox. Well, I'm not gonna go that long. It's just I am I am heated. This topic. I mean, you guys share you guys share the anger, of course, the fury, the so, fire burning in you. Do you need to hand this over before I I'll, start? I'll, 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 Do you want to tee it up? I'll tee it up. Yeah, so, tee, me up. tee it up with the headline for any for any of us who are Movie Pass subscribers. Uh, if you try to go to a movie on Thursday, uh, chances are you had to pay for it out of pocket. Uh, movie Pass, their app went down. Initially blamed it on credit. Their credit card vendor came back and said that it was on their end because turns out couldn't pay for their tickets. They couldn't afford to pay for tickets. Had to get a five million dollar loan to work on Friday. Uh, Jared had a couple of of nice tweets at the Movie Pass Twitter account. I, I was just being nice, you know, explaining <laughs> my situation, and then they gave me a nice automated message. <laughs> so, so Jared, what what do you think about kind of the future of Movie Pass and and really how they're kind of treating their customers at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this has been Jared Silva. <laughs> no, dude, like, uh, oh my gosh, where do I even start? Like the the whole. Uh, like financial side of it, it mm-hmm. does not make sense because new stories keep coming out, keep coming out, and financially, it does not look like they're making money at all because oh, the yeah. new stories come out, they're make, they're losing twenty to about twenty two million a month mm-hmm. on this service because hell, where I, I mean, around here, I'm sure movie tickets are roughly what twelve dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. Matin or yeah. er, for yeah nighttime. Yeah. So seeing one movie a month, we're already 
saving money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a great business. Like, <laughs> when they came out and they said, like, I love MoviePass. Believe me, I love them. But their strategy, everything, it just does not make sense at all. Financially, they're not making any money. They're trying to do all this stuff. Customers are coming out. Hell, uh, lat- like, I tweeted at them, and then I got nothing but automated messages. A bunch of people retweeting, people commenting on being like, hey, MoviePass sucks, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, all this stuff. But then last week, um, even the, la- the last couple weeks, my brother's girlfriend has movie pass but mm-hmm. she was she was locked out because of this whole email address situation yep. and they he kept tweeting at them to get a password reset they responded 3 4 5 times i think with a link that went to a password reset that went to a blank page, a 4014 <laughs> error that does not exist. Like, you cannot change your password. Finally, after a month, she was able to change her password Jesus. see movies now. But going back to this, Thursday, I wanted to see a movie, a matinee movie. Matinee, matinee movie, they pretty much pay you to go see these movies. They're so cheap. Yeah. And MoviePass wanted, where I was from, a 4 to 475 to see this movie. Essentially the cost of the ticket. Search yeah. price. Yeah. Yeah. With on top of the surge price. And I was like, dude, movie pass. If I'm paying for you, I want this movie. Like, charge me twenty dollars a month. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pay a microtransactions basically on top of a service that I'm already paying for. Right. That's, ba- that's essentially what it boils down to. And it's just frustrating because then again, there was that on Thursday. And every movie I've been checking every single day now and the top movies within the last three weeks are surging. You're paying extra just to see these movies. Yep. And then any movie that opens that weekend, like, for example, Mission Impossible, Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go, I don't understand why it's surging. I mean, I'm, Maybe the kids, maybe a lot of kids and parents are taking yeah. them, you know, to these showings. But Mission Impossible, I may understand that one. But there's just tons of showings that are surging. And then even this weekend, Mission Impossible has been blocked out or yeah. blacked out all weekend long. They're claiming that it's their service is down. No, like the news story came out that they're down. They had to borrow a short-term loan of mm-hmm. $5 million to basically pay their, what, card vendor or just pay a processor to keep their system up. Yeah. Like, I hate to say it, and I mean, I brought this up with you guys a while ago. Like, is MoviePass going to survive? Like, I keep sending you guys links about uh, AMC and these other services. Like, do we switch? Hey, what are you guys doing? Because... I don't really know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm down yeah. in Des Moines by myself. But uh, I don't think they're lasting for another couple months. You yeah, know? it's, it's going to be sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> their stock price, and I considered buying some of their stock just to maybe cash in quick because it was down all the way to $0.08 cents about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a reverse stock split of 250 to 1, which is not good at all. No, you don't want to be doing <laughs> not that. Not good. And the thing is, what's oh, what's a reverse stock split? If you hear that, that's not a good thing. No, no. business is doing that because that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But it jumped from $0.08 cents to about 21 one dollars 22 i think mm-hmm. and then within the last four or five days it's dropped back down to about two dollars <laughs> so the God, reason so the, they just ate a bunch of, yeah basically what they did with the reverse stock split was they moved zero down lower yes and, <laughs> yes and then got closer to it yes, exactly <laughs> they absolutely did that and the thing is it's like why did they do that and it's because they have to stay or maintain at least a dollar stock price Otherwise, they get delisted from the uh, New York Stock Exchange, which mm-hmm. is not good for the business, which means they're probably dunzos. Yep. And within four days, they went from $20 down to 
back down to two dollars yeah so unfortunately with what they're doing and their plans of hey you can bring a friend to the movie you can have premium showings you can we're gonna have these surge prices but we're gonna give you a surge pass Mm -hmm. every month or a peak price pass none of that has been implemented and they are just they're they're shit in the bed right now you know I think so too, and so one of a couple things is going to have to happen. One, they are going to have to raise the price to get money. Mm-hmm. That's one way to do it. Uh, two, they're going to have to get some sort of angel investment, which I don't think people, I don't think anyone who's smart right now is going to invest in this. Yep. Um, or they're going to die. And either way, I think I know for me, if the price goes from ten to twenty dollars a month, I'm not going with it. Um, I, I'll drop out and go to AMC Pass or one of the other passes mm-hmm. for twenty dollars a month. You know. It's given, more reliable. Yeah, more reliable. Given the customer service issues that they've had and the technologi- technological issues that they've had, um, I'm not going to pay $20 a month for this service. Mm-hmm. Um, so either way, whatever happens next, I don't think I don't think at the end of 2018 that we're all MoviePass users. I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's, it's a shame because I think MoviePass started this whole revolution of, you know, they're kind of the Netflix of this. In that they were the first to the table in this uh, monthly subscriber, then do what you want sort of service, mm-hmm. but they're not going to survive long enough to reap the benefits of that, yep. which is kind of a shame. Um, the people who are going to make money off of this are your AMC, Carmike, Marcus, uh, Regal Cinemas, yep. who, who end up doing it right after seeing the proof of concept with, with MoviePass. So it's a bummer that they're not going to get paid off of this, but mm-hmm. also they just didn't do it correctly. They, they just didn't stick the landing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and Movie Pass has been around for a long time. I mean, yeah, they, they, yeah. 2012, they, I want to say, because they've done that like a forty dollar thing mm-hmm. for a long time. That's sustainable. <laughs> That's a sustainable uh, plan. Um, it's just that they had, in order to get up to three million subscribers that they're at now, they had to lower the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they probably should have went from forty to twenty, honestly. Yeah. And they, they they might they still might be losing money, um, but chances are they're probably going to gain more money from other people who don't go to seven movies a month like we do. <laughs> um, and oh, that, that's the thing. Oh, sorry to interrupt, but that's the thing. I love this service. We're we're benefiting from it. Oh, yeah. But just customer service, their track record, just nothing is really working out. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had the same issues that you mentioned that uh, your brother's girlfriend did. Like, uh, we tried going to Equalizer a couple weeks ago, and uh, the the just that movie wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, couldn't log into it. It got too close to time where... We had to, uh, the seats were filling up, and to get a good seat, we had to buy tickets out of pocket. And when you do that, uh, you have to get it resolved first before they refund it. So if you try and do it afterwards, they say, no, we're not refunding it. So, uh, yeah, it's it's just not good. Yeah. I, I Just going, I mean, right there, your server, you're dealing with them right there, the whole password situation, their whole Twitter I mean, if you go to their Twitter, man, people are just reaming into them. And I'm sure all of these people are benefiting from this service. But it just sucks because they, they, I, I want to say that they grew too fast. Yeah. Like, that might be the only problem. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, they're definitely getting hairy reamed on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> so what I, what I think their problem is, and well, is or was... Uh, they they were doing fine for a while, mm-hmm. and then they said, "Here's our." They said, "Here's our opportunity." They had X amount of money, and they said, "Here's a runway that we have. If we go, if we go ten dollars subscriptions, we can get to two million subscribers in a year, and then at that time, someone will buy us out, or we'll be able to cash in on the data or something." And mm-hmm. I think they just misjudged the amount of time that that was going to take because now they're hitting the end of their runway with no buyers, mm-hmm. and. 
Was it a bad idea? I don't think so. I think they just misjudged the amount of runway that they yeah. had, um, and, and and it got away from them. So it, again, it was just they made they made too many small mistakes along the way. I, I just don't see them being viable for very much longer. Yeah, I I definitely would have done twenty dollars a month with them if they would have done twenty dollars out the gate. I would have done it. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have saved us money. But you're not gonna you're not gonna get everyone. That's the thing is you're with ten dollars a month, you get almost everyone mm-hmm. who who you say like like I said you save money on one ticket immediately. You save money. Yeah. Um, which is it's an appeal and that gets people in, but uh, for people like us, I think twenty dollars would have gotten at least a million subscribers, mm-hmm. if not more, and you could have kind of gone from there. Definitely. So Movie Pass, I oof, we'll see. I mean, and we're all fans. We we like the service and everything, mm-hmm. but it's just one of those things that, you know. Unfortunately, it's just it's not gonna last. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So who do you like? Is there is there one that you like right now? If you had to jump ship today. Um, I mean, where I'm from, I, I'll probably do AMC, mm-hmm. to be honest, because there's a couple of them around. I have to drive a little further. Um, there's no reserved seating, stuff like that, so I, I may even have to get to the movie earlier. The only good thing is I can reserve my tickets days in advance, mm-hmm. because with MoviePass right now, I have to drive to the theater the day of to get my ticket, or, I mean, e-ticketing works, but there's slim to none where i live mm-hmm. um so amc is probably the best bet i've looked into a few other ones it's like it's, cinema yeah cinema. I, i've heard of that one or um, they do two tickets a month yeah otherwise i don't know i'm just unfortunately i may have to just start paying out of pocket again that's mm-hmm. gonna stink i know with uh AM- amc is where i would go if mm-hmm. i had to switch today uh we have one nearby not a fantastic theater by any means but it you know it would be fine um you do also get i think discounted candy and stuff if you're uh if you're amc and you can mm-hmm. still get rewards and stubs features back so I-, I like the idea of being married to a certain cinema mm-hmm. um of course you're gonna run into things where maybe they're not showing some indie movie that you want to see but those are one off and you can just pay for those but mm-hmm. i think for me it would be amc i that's what i would i'd be fine with just jumping to them well, uh, a lot of news this week, and uh, it was, it's funny because we just recorded a few days ago, and we thought, oh, we're not going to have shit to talk about. Yeah, we haven't had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what I want to kind of end the show with today is just, let's just talk about 2018 um, and how, how movies have been. So, Jared, we last spoke right after Infinity War, uh, and we ranked our top five at that time. Um Let's just let's start here. Since Infinity War, so the summer um, we're talking about between May and and the end of July here. Mm-hmm. What's what are some things that have stuck out to you? Not you know you don't have to rank them or anything like that, but like what's stuck out to you that you've that you've really enjoyed so far this summer? This Dude. this might have to be a conversation going between us, but uh, I want to say one that jumps out at me, and I I texted Seth about this. I don't know if I texted you about this, um, but won't you be my neighbor? Mm-hmm. Like that was. I don't know. I think it was just the fact that I grew up watching that at my aunt's place, and every day we she was babysitting us, she'd have that on, we'd watch it, and like I don't know if it was a certain day in my life, I was it was an off day or something, but that movie punched me in the face. The first <laughs> ten minutes, I am sobbing. I'm literally crying the whole hour and a half. But it was the most genuine. I like. I love that movie. Was so special because of just what that guy did and everyone like there's rumors that this that about him and weird stuff but no he was such a genuine nice person and just that movie got me mm-hmm. and i mean i mean, i think you guys saw my stardust app mm-hmm. <laughs> reaction yeah. and I, I almost am like why did i do that but like <laughs> i was like glassy-eyed during that and it was just it was it was a experience i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I know Seth, you gave it high reviews. I yep. definitely want to check. I wasn't really a Mister Rogers kid. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. watch it, but I do hear stories of how great of a duty was, and it sounds like the movie really was a testament to that. Yeah, no, I, I, I uh, definitely, I definitely uh, echo what what Jared said. Um, where would you put it though in your in your if you were to put it? Would you put it in your top five of the year? Do you think <sighs> top? F- uh, it's probably going to make my top ten. Okay. Top five. I mean, we're half. We're a little over halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so far. Yeah. So far. And there's a few movies I've missed that you've mm-hmm. seen, like First Reformed, uh, mm-hmm. Without No. Tra- was it No Trace? Leave, no, Leave trace. no Trace. Leave No Trace. Um, I'm gonna hopefully catch those, if not on Redbox or something like that. But uh, it's it's up there right now. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like I didn't review it because I have a hard time reviewing documentaries. Yeah, that's hard to like like stuff that's based on real life. Um. But it's it's up there. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? I mean, you haven't, Cody. You haven't seen it, but Seth, what about you? Yeah, it's. We're, I mean, I have a running list going, so I'm oh, ready to get this question list. Um, well, Seth, I know you you have been. Uh, so there is the summer blockbuster season, right? That uh-huh. seems to kind of be coming to an end right now. I would say that this summer has kind of been a disappointment in that realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, it's uh, Avengers, uh, Incredibles 2, and Mission Impossible are really kind of the highlights of this summer. For and blockbusters, yeah. And there's been a bunch of dog shit. You've been seeing the indies, and yeah. it sounds like there have been a couple of good indies, but thinking first about just the blockbuster movies, outside of Incredibles, Avengers, and Mission Impossible, is there anything worth seeing to you guys this summer? I'd... Just the, Yeah, just those three. I mean, yeah, honestly. The, those are probably the three that if anyone were to come to me, I don't go, like, I don't go to movies much, say someone comes up to you and says that, what movies, what three, that's probably the three those are the you ones. would recommend. Because, um, I mean, they're pretty family friendly. They're good. And unfortunately, they're all like superhero stuff mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. So in the superhero realm, I think yeah. the, I think the next maybe two that uh, might that people might say, oh, what about these? I think Solo and Deadpool. Um, a Deadpool, yeah. But... They did get, I think, lost in the Avengers train, right? The Avengers train really hit those guys in the ass. Um, but is, are the I, I don't I think those two to me, Solo and and Deadpool, are sort of the line where I say these these are the good summer movies this year, and then everything behind yeah. that is bad. Yeah, I would agree. Like those are good summer movies, but they don't make. I mean, I I have a running list of movies I would rank in my top movies. They're not on my list. Neither mm-hmm. of those movies. Yeah. Um, I think honestly, like my list. Um, has a lot more March, February movies in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think th- th- those were big surprise months, March and February this year. To to be to answer your question about won't you be my neighbor, it does make my top ten currently. Yeah, so it's in, it's in my top ten at the moment. So I think Jared, I think you might have liked Deadpool maybe a little bit more. I think than yeah, us. I think I liked it a little bit more than you guys. I mean, it did have uh, uh, problems with it being a sequel and whatnot, but it did set up some good stuff going forward. I love like it. It's not even, like, people, oh, it's a comic book uh, superhero movie. No, I want to say that that's straight-up comedy Mm. and then superhero. Like, it's in this weird, unique genre right now, which I love. And you bring up Solo, like, honestly... Infinity War kind of just blocked out all of my May. Like I forgot <laughs> yeah. May was even a summer month. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it did. Ha- May had some big hitters. I mean, unfortunately, Solo didn't do as great as they uh-huh. said. I went and saw it two times. The second time, I liked it more than the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fine movie. I'm yeah. not saying it's oh Star Wars is dead. This that restart everything. No, it's a fine movie. You know, it's it's not the best. It's not the worst. It's yep. a movie. Yeah. It's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to be on the poster. <laughs> hey, it's a movie. Let me ask you and and uh I, I know you reviewed it on the on the uh on the YouTube channel at Jared Buckendall. <laughs> at Jared Buckendall. At Jared Buckendall. You don't at know which Jared ones Buckendall. you don't know which ones real. 
They're all real in our hearts. <laughs> um, I know you did a review for Ant-Man. Um, I was kind of critical of Ant-Man. Seth thought it was fine. Um, I enjoyed it, yeah. It was fine to enjoy it. Where, where did you land? It was, uh, I would say that that was a nice change of pace from mm-hmm. big end of the week. I mean, it's a contained story. It's smaller. Right. Um, uh, uh, see what you did there. <laughs> pun of the week. <laughs> you should have a pun of the week sounder. Um, I liked it. The you basically knew. I'm I'm not gonna try to spoil anything, but the ending is exactly what you knew what was mm-hmm. gonna happen. Yeah, you knew where the movie was gonna go. Villain's not that great. It was more of a story of just kind of getting to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a fine movie in September or not September July sure. because what else? It wasn't Dick coming. I out mean, besides it. Mission Impossible that we just saw. Yeah, anything else? Equalizer was a disappointment. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, that's the thing. There was there was movies that were marketed as like, oh, this is gonna be great, mm-hmm. and it just they fell flat. I kind of want to go back to, um, you know, when we spoke right after Avengers, we talked about the list of movies we were so excited about mm-hmm. coming up this summer. Um, and this is just me personally, but we, we talked about Upgrade. That, to me, yep. was disappointing. And I Seth, enjoyed I know it. you liked that yeah. one a little more than I did. It's not, but it, that, that's another one that's not on my list of not movies list. for and, and then when we, like, when we talked about that, I know that you guys, I think we were all pretty hyped about mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah. It sounded awesome. And then uh, Equalizer kind of fell flat. Jared, I know you haven't seen that one mm-hmm. yet. Um, Ant-Man for me, just me, fell flat. I know you guys liked it a little more than I did. Um, I think, again, the three that we keep coming back to, Avengers, Mission Impossible, and Incredibles really exceeded expectations, maybe even. Um, but everything else really didn't. I, uh, Ocean's 8 was another big one. Did you see that one? I, yeah, did you guys see that one? I missed it. I didn't Uh, I, I liked it. It was, uh, I would say, I mean, Ocean's 11, probably the best, and then right after that, Ocean's 8. Okay. Um, just the chemistry, the the dynamic between these ladies was okay. all really good. I hope to see them come back, obviously. Um, but if you've seen an Oceans movie, you know how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. It's basically the same beat by beat. Right. But just the movie is about the relationship and just dealing with these fun female characters. I liked it. Hmm. Yeah. My brother, he went with uh, his girlfriend or whatever, said he, he was like, Dude, I'm going to stop listening to your reviews. It was terrible. <laughs> but I personally, I thought it was a fine movie. It was fun for what it was. Mm-hmm. I, that's one I do want to check out. I'm a big fan of the Oceans movies, and I like the cast a lot. Uh, it, it just has been scheduling. I just haven't made it to that one, but mm-hmm. that's one that I definitely am going to check out when I get a chance. Um, let's see. What else? Um, a couple couple comedies I know this summer uh, that I don't know where exactly they landed. I, again, two that I missed. I've done a shitty job. Uh, this summer, honestly, but I'm thinking of uh, Seth's most anticipated of the year, Life of the Party, and uh, and also uh, and also uh, one that I, I'm still trying to get to is Tag. And, oh, you still I haven't seen still Tag? haven't seen Tag. No. Did you see Tag, Seth? No. We so we haven't seen Tag. So those movies, I think I know which one you might rank higher. I, oh yeah, yeah, Life of the Party. <laughs> yeah, <Duh. of> course. <laughs> Alyssa McCarthy is brilliant in it. One hundred percent. If you want to see someone fall down twenty seven times. Life the party. Oh my god! Recommend. <laughs> Jared, st- I'm taking the soapbox back. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, we could give you the soapbox back, but I don't know. No, tag was fun. It was. Okay. It was. Uh, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. And it does kind of have this weird kind of like emotional thing at the end, mm-hmm. but it's also like you know it's based on true stories. So like during the credits, they kind of show pictures, yeah. and new stories of the actual people that do this, which is really cool because you're like how, why, whatever. <laughs> right. But it's it's fun. Hmm. I, want, I wouldn't say it's mm, 
Because what game night? We we had this debate between game night and blockers. Yeah. I still think those two are better than yeah. tag. Okay, but that's yeah. probably coming in third for a straight up comedy. Because yeah, the year started with in February and March with those two movies, game yeah. night and blockers. I'm like, this is it might be a sweet comedy year. It could be a, a really good comedy, you know, comedy renaissance in terms of the the box office. And it was like, nope, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, and we do still have Happy Time Murders, which I think uh, oh yeah, we all gosh. have high, high hopes for coming out next month. Any movie with puppet jizz has got my money. <laughs> there, that's the title. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pup- P- puppet jizz has got my money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you make you guys make it so easy sometimes. Um, yeah, I think comedy has had a decent year. Comedy has had a decent year. Where I think the summer and really this year as a whole has shined is in some of these independent, smaller budget, mm-hmm. smaller release movies. Uh, just from what I've seen, American Animals. Yeah. That's that's right up near that. I mean, that's flirting with being my favorite of the year so far. Really. Um, I need and to see that. I, oh my, I, I loved it. And the more I the more I think about it afterwards, the even more I love mm-hmm. it. Um, American Animals. We just saw. Um, Sorry to bother you. Which is gonna <laughs> is definitely gonna be a divisive movie. I know we've talked about it already a yeah. little off air. It's going to be a divisive movie, but one that I really did enjoy, I think, mm-hmm. on the whole. Okay. <laughs> uh, Seth, you talked about um, First Reformed, mm-hmm. Leave No Trace. You've re- reviewed both of those on the show that were really, really good. So there have been good movies this summer. It's just not what we expected. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, for the normal movie goer, they're not going to those movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can't because they're those nowhere are, near them. And, that's, and those are some of the best movies this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that is maybe a good pivot point, unless you got more well, stuff. Well, you think about horror, um, with Quiet Place, Hereditary, Quiet Place, Hereditary, yeah. Both both of those movies have been reviewed very well and and did well at the box office, Quiet Place especially. Um, so it's just been a different summer, I think, mm-hmm. in terms of like like you said, the indies. We got some horror at the beginning of the year. We had some comedy. Your big blockbusters. Um, your big action popcorn movies like last year there's a lot of them that did super well yeah and this year it's been your it's Avengers two, it's, it's Black Panther and Avengers and those both and then came out Mission Impossible will probably do well Mission too. Impossible yeah. will do well mm-hmm. but not that well but critically though it's doing well like even, yeah. crit- even critically like critically those are doing well you know mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's a weird year there's more and more different types of movies coming out yeah definitely and with horror uh, it's been you know you have you have had a few really well critically received horror movies this mm-hmm. year i think uh the nun was supposed to happen this summer it's now been pushed into fall yeah is it um, september it I might think, yeah september yeah. october it'll come out during halloween which is fine uh, so i think that one it, you know again supposed to have been a summer movie could have really kind of completed a really good year for horror still has a chance to you have halloween coming out like this like this year but mm-hmm. but horror so far yeah i agree with you has been good um i think that uh going back to again just the just these smaller budget you know, a little bit less of the giant spectacle movies is where really this year has shined. And the second half of the year is where even more of those movies are going to start coming out. Uh, you start seeing some of the lower budget, higher emphasis on uh, the acting and the performances and things like that. Um, so switching gears here to the second half of the year, I know there's a lot of stuff that is on our radars in terms of highly anticipated uh, and and Seth, I know you keep uh, you keep pretty good track of what what you're waiting to see. So, what are some of the highlights for you for the rest of 2018? Yeah, I mean, I can even go in order for what the release date. Is. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So uh, in August, you're coming next week. Uh, Searching, which is that John Cho uh, internet like FaceTime movie that his I think his daughter gets taken. Yeah. Um, my, so my my initial uh, feeling on this is that it will it will either be terrible and no one will hear about it, or it'll be a sneaky hit. Um, it, it I came, hope it's a sneaky hit. It came out of South by Southwest and got really good reviews. Um, I think it's pretty well in tomatoes right now too. So I'm I'm hopeful. Um, 
Beautiful Boy, which is that uh, Steve Carell, Timothy Chamberlain, Ding Dong movie. That should be amazing. Yeah. Mm. The, the trailer for that is just like, oh. Um, Can You Ever Forgive Me, which is the... the uh, Melissa McCarthy, Yeah, you're right? going to give her another shot. This is yeah. going to be her nomination. Yep. Um, around October as well, we have um, A Star is Born. I am super Dude, pumped for that movie. Every time that trailer plays. Oh, my God. And she starts singing. Oh, yeah. Chills. My <laughs> hair. Yeah. You know oh. what I love about that is I've not seen that trailer. Oh, my God. But I, I know. Dude. I know yeah. exactly Chills. what you're talking about. And yeah. that... I have not seen a lick of that, not a frame, and it it, it is very very near the top, the very top of my anticipation. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't realize it was a remake. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So and apparently I, the original one stinks. Okay, but I'm this not one, it, but I've... from what I, I mean, you don't watch trailers, but mm, it's good. Yeah. I can't well, wait. Yeah, we talked about. Um, I can't remember what movie it is, but uh, so Bradley Cooper's directing this, and Steven Spielberg saw this movie mm-hmm. and gave. The Steven Spielberg is supposed to direct a big movie, and he just gave Bradley Cooper that movie because he loved Stars Born. Yeah, so he much. was like, uh, "You can, uh, you can direct this one." <laughs> so that's amazing. Pumped. Yeah, that trailer. Like, it starts with Bradley Cooper singing with his fucking gravelly voice, and then it ends with Lady Gaga, and it's like, "Oh God!" I kind of want to watch this trailer, but I also just don't. I want to yeah. get. I want to get those those raw when I when oh, I do get to it. Yeah. And the thing is, I've seen it like three four times in the theaters now and every single time it gets me yeah right at that part um a couple other ones uh under the silver lake which got pushed back to december i'm excited for that one Andrew Garfield. Oh, Andrew man, Garfield. i just completely forgot about yep. that um welcome to marwin as well i don't know when that comes out but that's the steve carell movie where he uh, he has been beat up and he's playing with action figures figures to try and express himself and i started seeing a, i started seeing a little more ads for that um you know, click, click yep. kind of stuff on, on Facebook and things. Uh, so I, I think it's, I, did you say you didn't know a date or you do? I don't know the date. Exactly. I think it's relatively soon. I think it might be quarter three. Yeah. Um, cause uh, I'm, I'm starting to see that a little more. Um, and in terms of not Oscar movies, um, of course we got, you know, we got Aquaman coming up. I liked the trailer for that. Um, boobs. Uh, there's bad times at the L at the L L Royale. That looks interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Not going to be an Oscar movie, I don't think, but it uh, looks interesting. I like the cast. It's I, really I interesting. I like how maybe there's going to be a lot of twists and turns and yep. people not seeming as they are. Yeah. So semen. this one has, uh, this This is the uh, the hotel that's on two sides of the border, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so uh, tell me if I'm off base, because again, I haven't seen any of this, but I know it's got a big cast, yep. uh, kind of a wacky little story here. Is there? Do you guys see shades of like a Tarantino-esque yeah. Type of movie yeah, here. I could see okay. that. That's that's what I've had in my head. Yep. Uh, One of them that, or a couple of them that I know maybe you guys maybe are not as excited about as me, but I think uh, Predator, which a lot of people man. don't have, are not optimistic about. Um, yeah, but Shane Black is back, and I did enjoy the last time Bam. that he came out. He is back in black, exactly. So I, I more than anything, I just hope that it's good. I will go. I will go see it. The same goes for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Which I know has put out some trailers and footage that people are are people saying like looks that. really good mm-hmm. and saying looks scary. Jamie Lee Curtis is obviously back. Two, those are two movies that I hope are very good or hope that I you know mm-hmm. I will go to um, with with the hope that they end up impressing me. I'm definitely willing to give Fantastic Beasts another shot. That comes out in November. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I, I I've said it multiple times. I will go to that to hate watch it. I'm, I'm not. Are you not a big Harry Potter fan? Uh, I I was. I was a big Harry Potter fan. I, I enjoyed the movies, the, the first, you know, the set of The movies. ones that had Harry Potter in the exactly. title. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I think that this expansion into the Fantastic Beasts crap is silly and a cash grab, and I didn't like the first movie. 
Um, so we'll, we'll see about this one. I'll, I'll go. Um, I, I like the idea of having Dumbledore. I, to me, this is where they should have started mm-hmm. rather than coming out with Fantastic Beasts. I would rather this have been first. I agree. Um, so we'll see. Uh, again, it's going to get my money, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I, you know, we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I know there is one big one, and I, th- I think it might, Seth, be your number one most anticipated this year, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, the Queen biopic. I have started to see some more ads and stuff. I think uh, a couple trailers have come out now, and Rami Malek is already getting praise for especially his likeness to Freddie Mercury. Oh, and yeah. his fucking giant teeth. <laughs> yeah, and that Jesus. mustache. Mm. <laughs> but you talk about, you talk about uh, hearing them singing in the trailer for... Um, for A Star is Born, I'm sure you get similar moments in uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. And I just, uh, again, just Queen is so goddamn cool. And you, you think about the giant crowds and giant stadiums that they play to, and then put that up against the more intimate, actual life moments of Freddie Mercury. I think that this one has a chance to be one of the best of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the music is mm-hmm. what, like, that they know what they're doing for marketing. Because in both of the trailers, they're throwing music behind everything all of their hits i mean the second trailer was more in-depth about kind of the band the story freddie mercury and i think it's going to do fairly well i mean hopefully box office wise it does well um otherwise critically looking wise at it right now it's it's one of my most anticipated for the rest of the year Mm -hmm. Uh, here's a couple other ones that have gotten some early oscar buzz as well Uh, we have um White Boy Rick, which is the Matthew McConaughey weird, like, 80s movie. Um, old, the Old Man and the Gun, which is a Elizabeth Moss, Robert Redford movie. Um, well, I, I know enough to see that now. Yeah. <laughs> um, First Man, which is the story of um, mm-hmm. Neil Armstrong. Oh, Ra- I Ra- see that one. Ryan Gosling is, is starring in that Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Uh, Serenity, which is a, a weird Anne Hathaway McConaughey movie as well. Um, I think I told you about that one a little bit, uh, where the Matthew McConaughey kills... Uh, or uh, Anne Hathaway wants Matthew McConaughey to kill Jason Clark, who she's cheating. Yeah, cheating. That's on. her husband. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole big three-way thing. Um, another one. Uh, you had me at three-way. <laughs> <laughs> the hate you give. I think you've seen part of the trailer for that. Um, it's a. It's a, definitely a police. Uh, police versus like uh, black people type movie where. Okay. Um. Uh, basically the the it's it's younger people who star in this, but girlfriend is riding with her boyfriend the boyfriend yep. gets pulled over and uh for speeding or whatever he goes to reach in for his phone because he's joking around and then the the or a comb a comb yeah it's a comb and uh the the cop shoots him kills him mm-hmm. and so it's a story it's a movie about kind of the aftermath of that um looks really powerful i'm, oh, I'm in yeah boy erased is another one that's gotten some buzz which is the lucas hedges directed by joel edgerton movie yeah yeah I feel like that one and Beautiful Boy, in my mind, are kind of like competing movies, <laughs> even though they're they're some they're different, mm-hmm. but they uh, they're kind of competing in my mind. Yeah. How did I forget about this? On this is this is my most anticipated. It's not an Oscar movie, but how did I forget about Creed motherfucking two? Oh my god, I'm so excited for that movie. I've been waiting for you to figure that out. How did I forget forgot. about that? <laughs> This so this is the one of the only trailers I've seen, and it's either maybe it's my abstinence from trailers has made that more enjoyable. But that that trailer absolutely, oh. I was ready to run through a fucking wall <laughs> after I saw that trailer. Creed fucking two, I've been pumped for that movie for a year and a half. And, and don't be so dismissive about it, Oscars, because 
uh, Stallone did get a nomina- nomination for the first one. Yeah. Uh, you just never say never. I, it's true, but I think this year is going to be pretty stacked. It's going to be hard. By the sounds of it, yeah. That same weekend is also Ralph Breaks the Internet. I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. I'll go to that one yeah. for yeah. sure. Ralph is, again, Pixar just being so goddamn creative all the time. You never know, never know what you're really going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you're going to get quality, but you just don't know going in, you know, exactly what you're going to see that you're going to enjoy so much. So, yeah, I'll definitely see Wreck-It Ralph. Um, then, on the on the subject, you reminded me of this with the the police brutality movie. Um, Black Klansman is oh, one that I'm yeah. really excited to see Comes coming out in up a couple in, weeks. A, in a couple weeks here yep. in August. So uh, that's definitely one Spike Lee joint. Uh, I, I've never <laughs> gotten to a Spike Lee movie in theaters, mm-hmm. so this is I'm really excited to finally be able to do that. And then really the last one that I heard some Oscar buzz for is probably on the basis of sex that comes out right in Christmas. RBG. Yeah. So. Well, and, and there's still going to be some movies that come out and get some more buzz. Uh, the film festivals are just starting uh, with, with Toronto, International, Toronto International Film Festival. Cannes is coming up. Um, so we're going we're gonna to be seeing more and more of these, these movies kind of getting contention. So um, those are some of the ones I've heard early buzz for, though. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's finish like this. Um, if you had to pick, if for the rest of the year, you get to go to one movie. Creed 2. <laughs> so it, it, you cut me off. So, uh, what movie is it and why? Seth, go first. Creed two. I love the fucking franchise. I mean, it's it, that's my shit. That's my franchise. We've talked about it a while back. Like Rocky. If there's one franchise I can pick, it's fucking Rocky. And mm-hmm. that, that's I love it so much. I love it. Uh, I'll go second. I think for me, uh, it's it's between the couple the music ones. Uh, but I think I'm gonna go with the Star Is Born. Mm-hmm. Um, just just the sounds of it. I I love Lady Gaga. I love Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lady Gaga is going to impress some people with her acting in this, and the singing is going to be amazing. I already mm-hmm. know that, so and I know that it's going to find a way to punch me right in the heart. So yeah. uh, the stars, stars born is probably probably what I would say would be my number one. Yeah, I totally agree with kind of what you're saying. I'm I'm, I'm going through my mind on those movies, and it's those two that are sticking out: Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star Is Born. And just A Star Is Born. Every time I see that trailer, that trailer. It, it just gets me when she starts singing, and like I I. I'm a big fan of Lady Gaga or whatever her Steph Stephanie whatever her real name yeah no one knows um, but that movie just I'm hoping I'm just hoping and the word on the street you know from Steven Spielberg or whatever about Bradley Cooper directing this movie mm-hmm. it's maybe I'm getting too hyped maybe I shouldn't but from the trailers and everything this is probably the one I want to see mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Um, man, it sucks because we've, we've, we're already so long, but there are things I still want to talk about with you guys. Um, I think that the thing that has stuck out to me as we talk about some of the things coming out in the trailers is music. Yeah. Um, and this has always been the case, but I'm really noticing it in the last year or so that if you come out with a good song, um, uh, immigrant song in the Thor trailer, I'm thinking about, um, you talk about uh, Bohemian Rhapsody has, I mean, all Queen music mm-hmm. is designed to get you excited. Uh, there's the Kendrick Lamar and the Creed Ugh. trailer. Absolutely gets you out of your chair. Like, yeah. And it seems to be a lot about the music. Baby Driver made an entire movie out of that yep. idea um, last year. I think that the music is such a big, a big, big part of that. And, um, you know, there's a longer conversation to be had had there and we didn't even we didn't even get to talk about mission impossible do we do we just make a bonus episode <laughs> like a 30 minute bonus episode Should we watch the it? ride home for mission impossible there you go we did yeah, we yeah, did yeah. do the ride home uh where so if you were to, just off initial reactions where do you put it for your year so far mission impossible i'm talking i guess cody specifically i mean i don't know do you do you have it in your top jared i'm i'll have to go back and look at stuff yeah 
I don't yet, but I enjoyed it a lot, but I don't have it in my top five. I'm going to need the benefit of... of, uh, Flash photography. Time. I'm going to need the benefit of time to decide. Okay. Because I'm I'm thinking about... um, And there's multiple categories when I think about the best of the year so far. Because, again, I mentioned it earlier. American Animals is very close to my top. Mm -hmm. But I think about Black Panther, Avengers, and... Um, honestly, I would, Incredibles also, and then um, and then Mission Impossible, uh-huh. and all of those movies really nailed it for me. And so I'll need some time today. The day after I saw Mission Impossible, I, it's the best movie I've been to in a long time. But I said that after Avengers too. Right. So um, you know, we'll see in time uh, when we get to the end of the year and we start looking back and ranking things. That'll be tough for me to do. But okay. it's 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 at least it at least shares the top spot for me so far this year. <laughs> And I would say that for the franchise also. You know, if you were going to rank Mission Impossible movies, I think these last three have been the best. And you can, any one of them you can say is your favorite, and I'm okay with that. Don't get me going too long on Mission Impossible, or we'll be here all goddamn day. <laughs> I feel like we have. So you didn't think we could go two hours on uh, movies alone, but fucking hey, we did it. Um, <laughs> want to, uh, Jared, want to shout you out and say thanks for, for joining the show this week. Oh, I can't hit the oh, sounder. Oh, wow. At Jared Buckendall. There it is. By the time this posts, probably, I should on uh, my YouTube channel, at Jared Bucknell. At um, Jared Bucknell. Yeah, exactly, right there. <laughs> uh, there should be, I think I put up a video, just a quick channel update, kind of the SoCo show, um, some other stuff, but there's a giveaway going on right now, Uh-oh. so if you want to win some free stuff, free stuff, jump over to that. Jared Bucknell. Yeah, go to that YouTube channel. You can win at Jared Bucknell for Yeah, 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 yeah. Go over to my YouTube channel. There should be like this Gleam link or something. You click on that. It brings up this thing. There's a bunch of different ways to enter into this. It's I think it's like a quick download or a digital download of rampage the movie and then a 25 dollar gift card to fandango.com definitely go check it out you know just follow the soco show follow our social media stuff um hopefully i start doing some more of these giveaways you know stuff like that because there's tons of subscribers that are giving me their time so i want to just give back to them so yeah go out there right now i think it's running for about a couple weeks now so maybe you guys will hear it on the next episode episode 56 56 oh wow that's another anniversary. oh is. shit it is. yeah yeah so yeah there's the giveaway so check it out eight times five <laughs> wait <laughs> carry three so check out uh check out the giveaway on uh the youtube channel at jared buckendall we'll uh we'll try to put some links down below make sure you're subscribing there uh make sure you're subscribing to the podcast uh soundcloud stitcher google play itunes wherever it is uh, you're listening. Don't forget also um, go out and check out the audible dot, or, sorry audibletrial.com slash SoCo 30 days and your first book for free. <laughs> that was a lot of weight for something very small. Um, if you That's what she said. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you uh, want to do some Etsy shopping uh, check out the link below for Steph Matz's Etsy page. Um, let's cha-ching! See, cha-ching! If you want to talk to us you can find us at underscore Cody Michael, at Seth O'Ott, at Soko Show Pod, and of course, at Jared Buckendall. It's the same for the YouTube page as well. Check out all of Jared's reviews, his trailer reactions, his JB classics, and also, of course, the Ride Home and the Soko Show. So all sorts of great fun to be had. If you, if you want to hear from us, uh, there's no shortage of ways to do that. So uh, get out and find it. So this has been a jam-packed episode. Thanks again, Jared, for joining us. Uh, for the, the first time this month, and I'm excited to be able to say it uh, once again after winning the rectal exam last week. But this has been the So Host. 
Seth Ott, the co-host, Cody Michael, and our guest host, Jared Buckendall, and we will see you next week. I miss raisin balls. <laughs> Bye. Bye.